Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. Tonight's episode was... The Ragged Edge. Was this ragged enough for you, Brianna? No. Was it edgy enough? That is weird. Was it the enough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, why weird? I don't know. Uh, just like, we just had all the telepath stuff, and then now we're like jumping back headfirst into Alliance problems, and we've got Gearbaldi's drinking thing that's that's reared its ugly head again, and... I don't know. Is this a weird, a weird episode? I'm kind of sleepy, too, so maybe that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's possible. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> what do we do without telepaths? When was the last time we had an episode without telepaths? I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, there's no telepaths. <laughs> I mean, I guess the last one was was uh, the Day of the Dead, and that was weird <laughs> enough of its own right. <laughs> it was funny. I was literally or Tim during the middle of it when Jakar had all his followers. Like, it's another cult. <laughs> But it's interesting that both both Byron and this Jakar, Book of Jakar thing are both about breaking free from the violence. Mm. You know, like that is the... Th- but Jakar is way more convincing than Byron. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. well Jakar is like an un- unwilling participant in a lot of and, efforts. Well, and Jakar has been... This has been forming for Jakar yeah. for... A long well, time. Well, Byron should have said, had Jakar come down and talk to the telepaths about how to be... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been actually that's fascinating. I'm not, I wonder if they would have actually listened to him. They would have switched him. sides and just followed Jakar I mean, then. I mean, they would have all had to, like, cut their hair, though, because mm. Jakar is a lot bolder than yeah. Yeah. the telepaths yeah. were. <laughs> I just loved his, his anger at, like, what? What do you mean you made copies? <laughs> how many copies? <laughs> I, first, when he says, congratulations, Jakar... You are now, I thought he was going to say, you're now a bestseller. That's what I thought, too. Like, oh, what? A religious, what? No, now you're a religious icon. In the span of three weeks, apparently. The uh, Narn were apparently really hungry for spiritual revival. Probably actually just being, I mean, mean, honestly, right after you've just been bombed in in survival mode for the last two years. And he was famous anyways, and then he comes out with this. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like he's an unknown person. He was one of the leaders, and then he turned down leading. You know, it's like if yeah. you were George Washington and then you didn't take the presidency and you wrote a book. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, like, everyone would be, like, even more clamoring for it. Cause, and you yeah. just went over to Britain as the amb- to protect the king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that'd a, be weird. That'd be very strange. Glad I mean, George didn't do that. <laughs> Shakar is a very interesting figure. Yeah. For sure. When, what were you saying, though, about... Uh, you had an interesting feedback, though, about Jakar's speech there, I think. Oh, I don't know how deep we want to get into philosophy theology here, but... Yeah, know, we, we've done it before. But his, he was just talking about how, he's like, evolution teaches us that we need to fear the other, but we can rise above that. And I'm like, you can't... Evolution, it, it forms everything. If you rise above it, evolution is doing... You're not doing anything new. It's... Yeah. So you're, they, saying, they, you're saying it's a logical inconsistency? It is. But again, whenever Babylon 5 shows its... Um, deep philosophy, I usually think that. I mean, like, it's very good about doing the sort of upper-level, you know, self-sacrifice and that sort of stuff. But whenever tries to connect it also to, like, like the whole, like, you know, it's Bester's thing. He he likes telepaths because it's, you protect yourself. And and J. Michael is always, you know, the kind of theme is to move beyond self-protection to working with other people. And then that's Jakar's thing, that's the whole alliance. I mean, that's what the telepaths were trying to do, I guess, is kind of make a new unified all the races working together but it doesn't match with their other stuff <laughs> but they want to rise up above it and that's there's not enough of a moral foundation to actually do that no, i mean you can believe kinda... it i agree with them but i don't think their their philosophy 
backs it up logically mm. a lot of times. So. And she's falling asleep. What? What? I'm still, lost her. I I'm still here. I'm still here. That's why, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> no. I'll try to be as, as concise as possible and probably as vague as possible. <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. And I think it's worth touching on, especially, you know, if the show brings up philosophical ideas, I think it's worth talking yeah, about most of, the, most of the philosophical ideas are a little funky, but... <laughs> Um, I think that's most TV shows. Well, like, like you know, he, like everyone's like, oh, it's inspired words. Like, I just wrote that early on. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just... <laughs> well, yeah, in that, you, I think they jumped a little too far in their conclusions. Well, well the Narns are overemphasizing it. Like, Jakar never claimed that. Yeah, exactly. He should have, instead of having... I mean, I was all for having the guy putting his face in the book. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But in reality, he should have been like, no one asked me if it was inspired. No one, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. You just came up with this idea that it was, yeah. You guys stole my book. <laughs> it wasn't even done yet. Yeah, it's a, it's a little far-fetched, but you know. It's fun. Yeah. Should we talk about Garibaldi some more? Let's talk about Garibaldi some more. Although, you know, I was thinking, I know it's kind of the idea here is that his alcoholism probably endangered the mission here in a, in a sense, but the other guy was didn't look completely sober either. No. Brought the whole bottle in and was like, let's drink it all. While we're waiting for yeah. our, our agent on the super... Like, we're on a schedule, but let's get really drunk. <laughs> I, I thought you... I thought... I know they were trying to go for he should feel bad because it was his fault with the thing, too. But I thought they could have done it differently where it was much more clearly his fault. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't... Yeah. Here's the other thing I thought of, though. He was not his normal aware self. I mean, he was blunted. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting when the guys there, like, you know, there's no time... You know, where's the doctor? If Franklin was there, if he hadn't oh, been afraid, the guy probably would have died. There would have been extra eyes. He would have, yeah, there's a lot of things that would have probably been changed have if he had. super drunk. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, he almost didn't drink, remember? He's like. Force of habit almost. Like, I don't drink anymore. Peer then pressure. It's, it's peer like, pressure is bad. So, so I wonder. Pressure. I agree. I mean, there's some that, like, obviously. Just say no. It's more guilty <laughs> to him because he knew he shouldn't have done it, so it's an extra guilt, but. I wonder also that he made a big deal about Franklin not coming. Yeah, yeah. He's like... Which ba- I, I... Why are, is no one noticing these blatant red flags like Garibaldi's sleeping in, he doesn't want anybody to come with him on the mission, and he's... He just... He was almost, he was almost killed in a yeah, terrorist raid like the other day, so maybe he's just having problems. He's like one of the most paranoid people ever, though, but like this yeah. guy just got killed outside his bedroom door. Yeah. And that's normal. Yeah, I mean, he, he gives convincing explanations, and unless you're looking for a problem, sometimes don't you don't see it. I, I feel I th- like Franklin should pick up on that. Well, he kind of does. With his stem stuff. Yeah, I, and that conversation that they had just before Garibaldi left, I thought was a nice yeah. throwback to yeah. that. It's like, hey, I know you looked out for me in the past. Mm-hmm. If, if there's something going on, I want to be able oh, to help shoot, you that out. That kind of like an olive branch. Yeah, yeah. So I, that, Franklin did press thing. them. He's like, no, seriously, what's going on? He's like, yeah. no, no, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Which, it's, anytime Garibaldi says nothing, it's not nothing. It's, it's <laughs> never nothing. Yeah, yeah. The problem is hard to push Garibaldi when he's not going to... I mean, same like Franklin. Like, you know, remember Garibaldi was like, yeah, you can tell me anything. For, and, and Franklin's like, it's nothing, seriously. Yeah. You can't yeah. push yeah. much farther. Yeah, that the conversation Franklin was having with himself as a general, I thought for a minute, <laughs> I thought for a minute he had done some sort of like blood test on Bit Garibaldi oh. and found that's out what alcohol. I level. Thought. That's what I thought. I, I thought that's where it was going. And it's like, oh no, this is something completely different. Yeah. But, <laughs> the other fun, interesting thing about the Garibaldi story. So he said it hurt a lot harder to punch Adrazi. 
I thought there, he was saying that. No, Drazi's hurt a lot more Drazi's than these guys hurt did. More to punch. Oh, Drazi's hurt. Okay, see, I read that the other way around. Okay, and I was like, because after I was like, really, it, hitting a Centauri would be harder. <laughs> but that makes that makes a lot more sense. Uh, and now we, you know, now that everyone knows it's a Centauri doing stuff. Centauri. Yes, that scene though of them figuring out that then like. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was on the same. Faces were like, uh. everyone's faces on the same page. Like, okay, let's move on. We're not going to talk about this anymore. And, and then, how cool is Jakar's? Like, no, we can't tell him because otherwise he'll end up dead. Like, who oh, are you, Jakar? <laughs> <laughs> Got to protect my buddy, Londo. Well, he is. I mean, he's his bodyguard, so yeah. he's just doing his job. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The poor Londo doesn't know a thing. Yeah, this but he's side. back home on Babylon Five, where everything's safe now, right? Yeah. 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 Safe. <laughs> Babylon, as safe as Babylon 5 yeah, can ever, as safe ever as it be. Can be. Yeah. It's safer now. It's safer right now. All those pesky telepaths are dead or gone. <laughs> <laughs> Them darn telepaths. <laughs> so, yeah, things are... So, yeah, we're getting to Jakar, Jakar's logical conclusion after, you know, his long journey. Now he's saving Londo and a religious figure. Mm-hmm. Don't thump the book of Jakar. <laughs> Nice to touch base with with a lot of the characters here. And you know, it's interesting. Sheridan, I realize more and more, at least so far this season, he just feels so much more aloof this season. Mm-hmm. He's just busy doing his president thing, which is realistic. It but, is realistic. It's just it's an weird. interesting. It is weird because he's so hands on. Yeah, right. And I was like, where is he? I think like the last two episodes, we've seen a lot more of him than we did for a stretch yeah. before that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's technically still the main character. I mean, he's the first one in the cast list, but yeah, he doesn't feel quite as central. Not nearly as much as he did as he used to. No, I mean, he got us through the war. Now he's just like science trees and sitting by his pile of oranges and stuff. <laughs> Those oranges were very pale. <laughs> they were very vibrant. Well, you know, they. I, I still don't know how he gets how, that many oranges on so the lot five anyway. I, I'm telling you, for, did they have a greenhouse? Maybe. I'm telling you, if I ever do my my Bayon five web comics, there's going to be just oranges like every panel, <laughs> like constantly. Like every time. Like where's Waldo? But then yep, where's oranges? Yep. Like the pineapple and psych. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Let's see. I think we touched on a lot of the stuff. You know, I had thought in previous episode that Franklin's new job with the Alliance about gathering information was going to be the thing that... Because I knew he left the station. Yeah. I thought that was what was driving him to leave the station. I I forgot about this other promotion thing. We were telling, I guess, off the air. We're telling Brandon about we're watching movies after this. But we'll see Benjamin Kyle. That's his name. Oh, will we? Isn't that the doctor in the pilot? Oh, you're oh, right. That, the, the okay. that he's replacing. That they've meant, they've name dropped a number of times over the f- last five seasons. You might be right there. I forgot about that I guy. I think he is. Yeah. I but could be wrong, but I think, I think so. The doctor from the pilot episode, yeah. Gotcha. He was a different different actor. They took him back home because he saw Kosh. He saw Kosh. Yes. Interesting. Nice nice catch. I had forgotten all about that. I, I would not have recognized the name. I think. Way. I could be wrong, but yeah. We'll look it up in the wiki later. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything else? I think we've. I feel like we've touched on all the important plot threads. That's everything I've got. All right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, where can they find our podcast, Nick? On the web. No, at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com, iTunes, etc., etc., etc. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye bye.